Hi there, I'm Shelly, a military wife and a mother of two. My friends Paula and Cindy will be joining me later in this episode, but we're so glad you listeners are coming along with us each week on this journey of discovering what really matters in life from a biblical and a practical perspective. Happy Thanksgiving and Happy Thankfulness Day to all of you listeners out there. What does thankfulness mean? I think when we have an attitude of thankfulness, we are conscious or aware of what someone has done for us or has given to us. We're thankful for who a certain person is and what they mean to us. Today, we want to show our appreciation for all that God has done for us. Not only do we want to talk about His provision, but we also want to highlight His person, His providence, and I'm so thankful that His presence is always with us. In God's Word, the Bible, we can read from Psalm 68, verse 19 that says, Blessed be the Lord, who daily loadeth us with benefits, even the God of our salvation. Selah. Who is God? Will the very last few words of this verse say, He is the God of our salvation. In God's Word, the Bible, we can read again from John chapter 3 and verse 16 that says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, which is Jesus Christ, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to bring salvation from our sins so that we could be saved and live with Him eternally. I'm so thankful that God's love is limitless. Romans 8 and verse 38 says, For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. God's love is limitless, and it's also a gift freely for all who believe and trust in Jesus Christ. God not only loves us, but He also leads us, and sometimes He leads us with a mighty hand, but other times He will lead us with a still, small voice. God also listens to us. His ears are open to hear us when we cry, when we call upon His name. God also laments and languishes over sin. It makes Him very sorrowful to see all the sin that is in the world. But He is also looking to see whose heart is perfect toward Him. When we feel sad or lonely, God wants to lift us up and help us bear our burdens. In Psalm 147 and verse 6, the first part tells us, The Lord lifteth up the meek. So we see here that God wants to help those who have a humble heart. Through the person of God, we can also see that He is lenient. God is not a respecter of persons. In the book of Matthew chapter 5, and verse 45 from the Bible, we read, That ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven, for he maketh his Son to rise on the evil and on the good, 
and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. God is lenient and very merciful. Another characteristic about the person of God, he's liberal, he's very generous. In James chapter 1 and verse 5, it says, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not. The heartbeat of God is that every single person in the world would recognize him as their creator and would turn to him in salvation. God lingers. He's patient. In Second Peter 3 and verse 9 from God's word, the Bible, we can read, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. I'm so thankful for God's mercy and that He does linger, that He is long-suffering. This definitely is not an exhaustive list of the person of God or everything that He can mean to us, but there's one more that I want to highlight about who God is, and our God is living. He is alive. Jeremiah 10 and verse 10 from God's word says, But the Lord is the true God. He is the living God and an everlasting king. At his wrath, the earth shall tremble and the nation shall not be able to abide his indignation. It's truly awesome to know that God is alive, that when we talk to him, when we pray to him, he hears us and He wants to answer our prayers. So we have much to be thankful for in the person of God. He loves us. His love is limitless. He leads us. He listens to us. He laments and languishes over sin, but He is looking to see whose heart is turned toward Him. He lifts us up when we're downtrodden. God is lenient, and He truly desires that every person would turn their heart to Him. He lingers and is long-suffering. God is also liberal and very generous with His blessings toward us. But praise the Lord, He is living. Our God is alive. When we feel lonely, we can call out to Him. We can talk to Him in prayer, and He will hear us because He is living. Well, as we think of Thanksgiving, um, Shelley was saying, you know, how that we we want to thank the Lord more than for things or for things he has done, but to think more of his character and give thanks for who he is, um, his provision, his person, his providence, even his presence. You know, these are only four aspects of the many truths that we can be thankful for. Um I have decided to talk on or share how God's providence. Providence is essentially foresight or making provision beforehand. We can never comprehend eternity. We can never comprehend who God, who has always existed, has a plan and a purpose. How he, in his great wisdom completes his purpose i guess to me a biblical a biblical example would be the life of joseph um you start reading in genesis 37 
and you see how so many trials come to the life of Joseph, yet how God takes Joseph to Egypt against his own will. Um, his brothers, you know, sold him, and, and they don't realize they're selling him to Egypt, but they sold him, and he ended up in Egypt, and how that there was a famine. God had told of Pharaoh, there would be a famine of seven years. Imagine a famine of seven years, no rain for seven years. In Puerto Rico, we had had droughts, um, you know, droughts of, you know, almost a year with no rain. And wow, things really got dry. Or here in Iowa, I remember once, one summer, the cornfields were all so brown because there had been no rain. But it's seven years. And so God had revealed to Pharaoh and and God revealed to Joseph the dream that Pharaoh had telling of the coming famine that they were able to prepare and plan and at the end Joseph's brothers came begging uh, for food for them in in Canaan where they were and so to to see how that God you know um, had his people Israel come into Egypt and then all the bondage and all the trials they went through there in Egypt. But all of it was for the plan and purpose of his people to know that he is God, to know that he can be counted on. In my life, personally, I see how God has worked and and I can see when sometimes I doubt what he's doing or wonder if he's still in control, I can look at the scriptures and I can see in the scriptures how that his thoughts are far beyond our thoughts and his ways are way beyond our ways, Isaiah 55 says, and how we can be confident in him. Years ago, my my family, my dad was with cancer and we had a house and um, I had been with a dear lady whose husband had died of a heart, a sudden heart attack. And I was talking to my parents and I said, Dad, you really need to sell the house and get mom in a place where, where she will be more, more comfortable. We had a wood stove, so you would have to be, you know, getting the wood and stocking the furnace, you know, every few hours. And, and I knew that. If the Lord were to take my dad home, which he did, um, that, you know, mom would not be able to run that wood furnace and she would not be able to handle that, that big house. So, you know, um, as it came about, you know, my grandparents had passed and my dad was waiting for, for the inheritance money to come. And it didn't come in the time that my dad had wanted it to come in. And when it was all said and done, you know, the house was gone, and then my grandparents' check came in, and then my my parents had the funds to buy, you know, the trailer that my mom present, presently lives in. And so to me, I see God's, God's working, you know. It wasn't in the timing that my dad had. It wasn't in the way that my dad wanted it to happen, but... God knew what was best and God had a, a way to provide the needs that my parents had, you know, and, and so even right now in our life, you know, today we can be so thankful that even in our uncertainties of this world, 
you know, um, sometimes if we listen to the news and we need to be aware of what's going on in the news, but sometimes we can become oh anxious and wondering, okay, God, what, what are you doing? What is happening? But remembering that, okay, God, you are, you have it all. The the picture you are painting, and you have the whole picture before you, and you are completing your purpose because you have set out your plan, your goals, and you will accomplish them because you are a sovereign God who, in your providence, you intervene and you work. And so may our hearts be encouraged that we have a God who is sovereign and we can trust his providence and we can trust his promises. We can thank him for what he's going to do, what he is doing, what he has done. But knowing who he is, um, our hearts will be encouraged. So friends, I pray that this Thanksgiving will be a, a time of reflecting on who God is and may you, may each one of us know him more and more so our hearts and our faith would grow and be put to action. But a blessed, blessed Thanksgiving to each one of you. And I pray that God will encourage your hearts. Philippians 4.19 is not a new verse to any of us. It says, but my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. When we look at the providence of God, we know that God will provide what we need. And, you know, I'm, I don't know about you, but, you know, sometimes I think, well, why doesn't God provide this for me? And we find that the Bible says that God's ways are not our ways. But if we look at God's providence, you know, I can remember early in my missions years, um, I didn't do what most missionaries do and go on deputation for um, months or years. I graduated in May and by August was on the field. And so needless to say, my support wasn't as high as everybody else's. And needless to say, it was a thing uh, it, I had to use faith. Um, at that time, when it came to the field, I came to the field with $500 in my pocket. And um, the, the each month would receive maybe $100 worth of support. But, you know, I can say, and even in those times, that there wasn't a need that I had that wasn't met. You know, maybe I didn't have the luxury that, you know, maybe it could have been possible, but every need was met. A few years later, you know, I got a vehicle, and I got to the point where I would not want to get an extra love offering because I knew if I got an extra love offering, I was going to have mechanical problems with my car. But all that put aside. God's provision. It says he provides for us according to his riches. You know, we forget how um, gracious God is to us each day. And I think COVID has made us aware of this. Each day he gives us the air to breathe. Each day our heart breathes, beats. We don't have to tell our heart to beat. We don't have to tell, have to tell our lungs to, to breathe. And during this COVID season, we've realized that Every breath that we take is God's provision for us. Every day of, of health is God's provision for us. As we come into Thanksgiving, we, it, we're reminded, reminded to be thankful for what we have. And, you know, I was just in my podcast in Spanish and on that podcast, you know, I remind us that each of, or 
the children of Israel had what they needed. The, and God pulled them out of, of a area that was extremely powerful. Egypt at that time was a very strong country. And God delivered his people, Israel, out of Egypt. And we see God deliver his people out of Egypt. And then they get to the Red Sea and they're like, what do we do now? And God says, be still and see my power. God shows his people his power and he allows them to walk across on dry ground. And the Egyptians that come after them, he drowns in the water. But we immediately see after that that they forget they forget how God provided for them, and they start complaining they don't have water, they don't have anything to eat, that their life was better in Egypt. I've been doing a little bit of research, and it shows that when we're grateful, it shows us that it helps us in our health. And what we often criticize Israel, and we say, well, why did they complain? Why didn't they see the hand of God? But we oftentimes are the same way. We soon see them up against Jericho. And what soldier have you seen go in and conquer a place by just um, yelling um, the sword of the Lord in Gideon? And the Lord gave them a victory again in that area. And, you know, that provides for us to remember today that God provides us exactly what we need in the time that we need. A lot of times we as human decide that we want uh, God to provide ahead of time. And God a lot of times waits to the last minute because he wants us to believe that he can be the one to provide, that he's the one that will give us exactly what we will need. And many people have gone through a lot of trials during this time in COVID. And God even there says, I'll give you that grace that you need when that person is sick, when that person passes with your work situation. And a lot of what we forget to do is we forget to look back and see God provided me for me in this circumstance. God provided for me in this trial. God brought me through this hardship. And when we see where the Lord has brought us through, then we have the strength to go on for today because we can say, oh, the Lord, I can believe I can have confidence in the Lord. Why? Because I see what he did in the past. And so I can believe in and have confidence in him today because he is who he says he is. And the enemy comes along and says, you're alone. God doesn't care. Why are these things happening? And that's when we need to be prepared and say, my God is a God that provides. My God is a God that loves me. My God is a God that will provide exactly what he knows I need. Now, that doesn't mean that, you know, I look back on my cancer process and I thought, well, you know, I don't have a home in the States. Where am I going to go to go through this cancer process? And, you know, the Lord had everything prepared. He had a home prepared for me. He had a family prepared for me. And he provided exactly what I needed. But, of course, that provision wasn't made a year before. That provision was made exactly in the time that I needed it. And that's what God does for us. You know, you can't look back at your life and say there isn't a time that God didn't come through. Now, he may have not come through the way you thought he would, but he has always provided. And so today, you know, as we're looking this week at Thanksgiving, what has Lord given you that you can thank him for? Has he given you life? Has he given you health? Has he given you a family? Has he taken part of your family to be home with him? What is it that you can be thankful for today? I can be thankful for my health. I can be thankful that even though I am far away from 
boy, my family is. I have a family here that I can uh, celebrate or I can talk to. And I can thank the Lord for his faithfulness that the 30 years I have here on the field, he has not left me alone. He has provided every need that I have. Habakkuk 3.17 says, Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in the vines, the labor of the aloe shall fail, the field shall yield no meat, the flock shall be cut off from the fold, and there shall be no herd in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. The, God, the Lord God is my strength, and he will make my feet like hind's feet, and he will make me to walk upon mine high places and this is what Habakkuk said he was going through a hard time and obviously there had been some kind of uh, famine or something in the land and he didn't put his trust in what was happening if there was something to eat or not he put his trust in the Lord and said yet I will rejoice in the Lord today and um, this week with Thanksgiving, you may have gone through a hard year, you may have gone through crisis, you may have gone through loss but may we go back as the prophet said and say, yet I will rejoice in the Lord and if we look at David David also went through a lot of hard times and in the end he said Lord, you're my rock, you're my salvation you're my fortress and you do I trust and may that be our theme uh, this week but also through our life that trusting God no matter where we are in life and trusting that he is there and that he does love us and that he will take care of us and provide exactly what he knows we need. That's awesome, Paula and Cindy. Thanks so much, ladies, for sharing with us about God's providence, that he's working behind the scenes. He has a perfect plan that he wants to see accomplished. And thanks also for the reminder about God's presence, that He is always with us. And what great blessings to remember His provision for us. He is so good to us. We have much to be thankful for this holiday season. May each of you have a blessed Thanksgiving and a happy thankfulness time as well. One of the wisest men who ever lived was King Solomon. In his book of Ecclesiastes, found in the Bible, Solomon talks about sorrows and the futility of a life without God. And in his concluding verses in the book of Ecclesiastes, King Solomon says, Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep His commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing whether it be good or whether it be evil. Until next time, look to the Lord, because it does matter. See ya. Adios. Ciao for now.